All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Ways of Working podcast. I am your host, Adam Thackeray, and today I am joined by Jason Gillum. So Jason received both a bachelor's and master's degree in applied science from the University of Waterloo. Raised in Duntroon and growing up in, in the community of South Georgian Bay, Jason was an avid athlete in many sports competing in alpine skiing at elite levels. Upon graduation from the University of Waterloo, Jason founded his first business, which was de- which developed underwater laser scanners and cameras to explore and inspect the depths of the ocean as far down as 6,000 meters. Very cool. The business was acquired in 2020, and Jason is now returning to the South Georgian Bay area as the founding executive director of the South Georgian Bay Innovation and Technology Accelerator. Very excited to have Jason on today. Obviously, a a great focus uh, for our conversation is around entrepreneurship and the new accelerator that is opening up for the South Georgian Bay region. So without further ado, I would like to welcome Jason Gillum. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Ways of Working podcast. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Jason Gillum from the South Georgian Bay Innovation and Technology Accelerator. Welcome, Jason. Hello. Uh, thanks for having me, Adam. So, you know, you've been an entrepreneur for quite some time and, and had, a, you know, some successful ventures on your on your own. But before we kind of get into that, you know, what, what inspired you or what drew you to be an entre- entrepreneur? Was this something that, you know, came about at a young age? It was an aha moment for you. Where, where did it all begin? I would say I've, I've always really enjoyed the leadership side of things and I've always uh, really enjoyed making a big impact. And so I find entrepreneurship becomes a great way to to make a big impact on the terms that, that you want to make that impact. Very cool. And, and you know, you, you had a, a company out of Waterloo and, and that's where you went to school as well, right? Yeah. So grew up uh, in Duntroon, uh, went to high school at CCI uh, and then moved down to Waterloo for um, both a, an undergrad and a master's in mechanical engineering. Very cool. And, and you know, with, with that, uh, you know, mechatronics, uh, you know, background and, and you moved into that space as well for the startup, what were some of the biggest pieces that, you know, you felt you, you learned going through some of the programs there in Waterloo or, or just even that experience of, um, you know, running that company and having the, the, the great success that you did have? Well, I mean, just in terms of going to going to school and the, the kind of the education that you'll get, um, I mean, I had an understanding of kind of what robots could do and, and what mechatronic systems in general could do, but um, really had had uh, no understanding of the fundamental um, maths and sciences that were, were needed to be able to help uh, allow those systems to operate in the, in the way that they do. Uh, and then certainly as, as the later years progressed at, at school, uh, the ability to... Um, to really dive into uh, executing and optimizing practical systems became became viable for us. Uh, one of the one of my f- the best parts of going to school for me was was getting involved with a lot of the student teams. Uh, the the spent a little bit of time with the solar car team, created a few teams related to uh, robotics uh, and and even aerial robotics, both underwater and, and aerial robotics. Uh, when I was there, um, so really really enjoyed both that uh, sort of deep understanding of the maths and the sciences behind things, uh, and then that ability to apply that uh, and compete with with lots of the other universities uh, across the world. That's amazing. There, there's, there's been some great projects that have come out of that with the solar car and the racing and obviously the, the Hyperloop. Were you involved with the Hyperloop at all, or did, did, that, did that have a level of presence in any of the work you're doing as well? 
Yeah, I'm I'm a little too old for Hyperloop to be to be a thing when I was at uh, at school, but uh, but um, there's I mean the number of projects and the variety of of things that you can compete in everything from building toboggans out of concrete through to racing solar cars uh, across uh, across the Australian outback. Um, I mean, there's such a diverse range of of things that you can dip your toes into. Oh, that's amazing. And, and so now you're in a position, uh, a leadership position now where, where it is still building, but it's building bigger things and, and building bigger things for others. And so, you know, you're, you've, you've returned to Collingwood and returned to the region. And, you know, what, what gets you excited the most about returning to the region, you know, given the time and space and just everything that's happening? There's so much opportunity in the South Georgian Bay area um, for, for, a variety of reasons, obviously. Um, the the lifestyle uh, becomes very, very cool in this community, um, where where the Waterloo community is great and has a few key things that really uh, help it to thrive. Um, all of those same elements and more can exist in these communities, um, and and the more that I'm referring to becomes that sort of coolness of having water right beside amazing hills uh and then and then the the various uh communities that can all contribute to um to the ecosystem as as a result um all of that's fantastic and and part of what i'm i'm so excited about uh with with the accelerator uh, and the ability to then really support um the development of that ecosystem uh over uh, over the coming years and how do you see that evolving? Like before we go, like, we'll, we'll get back into, you know, what is the accelerator and things like that. But, yeah. you know, what do you see as the, the grand vision in your sense? Because, you know, obviously each community has its own, you know, unique value proposition, if you will. And, and what do you, what do you foresee as being that UVP for this region? It's the mix of, so any ecosystem I see having really three core parts being uh, ideas, talent, and capital. And so this area has unique abilities to draw like-minded um, capital uh, ideas uh, and people to then be able to work together on hard, challenging problems to, to continue to make that impact. Uh, so we talked a little bit about impact off the start. This, this project for me becomes a, a, an, a sort of an impact multiplier by being able to, to really drive on, on the, the smarts and all of those ideas, capital and talent that this, yeah. that this area can, can have. Yeah, that's great. There, there, there is just so much intellectual capital here. I, you know, it was a, you know, part of moving up here and I never really appreciated it till I got up here was just how much does exist? Like we moved up here for lifestyle and, you know, I, I pivoted, you know, my business a, a bit to, to be able to do everything remote. But the minute I got here, just having, you know, immersing myself in there and, and coming to understand to your point, just how much is, <clears throat> excuse me, here and, and the value that so many individuals bring, the perspectives, the creative space. Um, it, it's just, it's exciting. And so it was just a, you know, bonus, a, a bonus piece. So I, I really enjoy that. And I think it's amazing. Yeah, that, that, that's great. I mean, it's, it's obviously been, been a community that I've loved for many years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the, uh, the ability to hear lots of other people starting to really gush over it is, is, yeah. uh, is appealing. Perfect. So, so let's, you know, can you go over what is the accelerator? Because obviously that's a, a term that's used very loosely, you know, all over the world, but you know, what, what is the, the South Georgian Bay Innovation and Tech Accelerator and, you know, what's the basis of it and, and what are some of the initial pieces getting kicked off right now? 
Yeah, sure. So, so I mean, there's lots of different definitions of, of what incubators are, what accelerators are. Um, and, and so I, I tend not to uh, worry too much about that myself and, and focus on what, what it is that we are, we're trying to do. Uh, and so there's, there's the overarching objective for the accelerator is to facilitate uh, the growth of the innovation and technology ecosystem within the community. And there's going to be a variety of different programs that the organization is able to deliver on uh, in order to support that, that mission of ours. Um, the core um, focus of the programming uh, right now is an accelerator program where we're bringing companies in that have high growth potential and are going through this, have some sort of innovation and technology uh, intellectual property uh, that has been developed and they are leveraging that to go through this high rate of growth. Um, and so they're not on a sort of a stable growth curve, but are really ramping up because of that innovation that they've been able to bring forward to the market. And through those very high rates of growth, companies like people can go through a, a lot of growing pains yeah. uh, and a lot of challenges that they, that they face. And so the, the focus of the four month program is to, help them identify what some of those core pains are as well as the core opportunities that they have at the present and then help them uh, either overcome them or take advantage of those uh, pains and opportunities. Okay. And, and that's good to understand. Cause, and so with regards to the companies themselves, are, is there, like you mentioned some, some core criteria, IP traction growth, um, is there a specific vertical you're looking for? Like I've seen the requirements and they seem to, to keep it at a, at a very generalist level that you're not be, you know, being industry specific. Could you go into just a little bit more about, you know, if there's a specific vertical or area of focus, because obviously there's industries up here like tourism and water tech and, you know, a few others that are definitely focuses for the region, but is there a shift with this accelerator to introduce more? Um, or is it, you know, keeping with the, the bread and butter, which is known now, uh, can you go into that a bit for us? Yeah, so uh, I'm very keen to lean in to what is already the successes. Um, and so you mentioned a few of those uh, sort of hallmark industries within yeah. the community uh, that that um, that will continue to thrive here. And it'll uh, undoubtedly some of the companies that we support either through the ecosystem supports in general or through the intensive accelerator program will f either fit into those industries or support those industries. Uh, in, in one way or another. That being said, the accelerator itself is industry agnostic. Okay. We're, we're industry agnostic and very stage specific. So we're keen on seeing those companies that are in that three to 10 person range, have some intellectual property and on are, are on a bit of a growth trajectory. Um, and then we can, can support them. Um, and, and the market really will then dictate which com what companies are most uh, interested in in coming into the, into the programming. Right. Okay, cool. And, and the, the programming itself, like you're, obviously you've mentioned it a few times and there's a, a very, you know, rigorous process. There's a, an initial four week piece. Can you go into a little bit about what that's going to entail and, and, um, how it is different from others? Like, is there some sort of, you know, you've learned from the way others have ran their programs and are now adapting it to better suit, you know, what you may have learned and experienced or, or what, what are those programs going to be about? Like what's the makeup of them and, and structuring that you think will be, you know, extremely beneficial for the, the companies that are coming in. Cause obviously they have traction. They've, they've done the one-on-one, if you will, of, you know, entrepreneurship and building a company. Um, but obviously they need help in a, in a different fashion. So what, what are those programs going to look like? Yeah, we, we definitely have the benefit of 
of lots of different programs that have existed um, prior to the South Georgian Bay uh, Innovation and Technology Center uh, doing doing what we're doing. Um, that being said, it's also important to not replicate what has worked in another community exactly just because it just because it's worked there doesn't mean that it will work here. Totally. And so we're being very, very mindful to, to um, take, learn from others uh, while not necessarily copying others. Um, and so some of the, uh, I had the benefit of taking advantage with my, uh, my business that I started after university of taking advantage of a lot of different uh, accelerator programs, either in the Waterloo community or some of the surrounding uh, communities that in, in terms of the programs that were offered. And so taking some of the learnings from, from those, the, the core program itself is a four month program okay. that's divided into two parts. Um, the first month is the first part. And then the final three months is the second part in that first month where uh, the companies that are accepted into the program go through what we're calling a deep dive. And this is where an entrepreneur in residence that is, is hired by the accelerator. Um, and these are our business experts in their own right that have uh, gone through entrepreneurship and have a wide range of knowledge uh, for, for challenges that businesses can face. Yeah. And we'll really be able to work with the leadership teams of those businesses through the deep dive to assess the businesses for a bit of a SWOT analysis, understand what their strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats are that they're facing at this stage in their, in their journey um, so that they can take advantage of those opportunities that they're facing and overcome any of those uh, threats that, that um, they may be, may be coming up to. At the end of that first sort of deep dive that's really looking into those businesses, the uh, accelerator staff working with the EIRs and the leadership team uh, for the business will then put together a program of support for the next three months that will, uh, with the intention that, that that will, in a very targeted way, support the, the issues that the business is facing rather than being highly generic um, in terms of how some other programs can uh, can provide their program. Right. I, I like that there's that support that comes afterwards, right? Because a lot of times with programs and with you know, the, those intense things, you, you come in, you do the intense piece and then you're done and there's not a support mechanism after that. So I think that's extremely valuable that you, you're putting that together uh, and that'll be a, a available to them. And so I, I like that. that. That sounds very interesting and very exciting. Yeah, I found that that programs can either be highly prescriptive in terms of what in terms of a very curriculum based. This is what we walk companies through and not ever. Obviously, not every company is the same. Not all companies will have the same issues. And so we wanted to make sure that we were adaptive to the companies that we were uh, that were looking for support. Uh, and then similarly, when um, when issues are found, uh, it can be it can be um rightfully in some cases, but up to the companies to then go in and sort through those issues. Right. Um, but that ability to, uh, for this accelerator to, to help them through that, uh, resolving of that issue that's been found, uh, that's, that's, uh, something I'm, I'm really looking forward to with the program. Very interesting. Okay. That's, that, that's amazing to hear. Um, you, you mentioned mentors and, or actually you mentioned entrepreneurs and residents. So, you know, for, for those who may not be aware of it, cause not everyone's going through an accelerator, what, what is an EIR? And, and, you know, you mentioned it at a, a high level, but maybe you can go into, you know, why you're really bringing on a bunch of, uh, EIRs and, and where you see that going for those individuals that are brought on board. 
So the, the entrepreneurs and residents are, uh, people who have been, uh, entrepreneurs themselves who have a level of uh, understanding of the scope of knowledge that needs to, uh, need to that you really need when you're when you're running a business everything from sales and marketing through operations through the engineering um, all the way through to to sort of elements of legal and, and HR yep. uh, and so that ability to have a wide breadth of understanding of of what businesses, uh, the kinds of, of challenges and opportunities that businesses can be facing um, and having that third party person come into these uh, businesses that are applying for the accelerator, um, that that level of, of sort of third party assessment of how things are going within your business becomes becomes really useful mm-hmm. to really just learn from somebody who's been there before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that that experience and, and insights and fresh perspective uh, would be would be of you know of, of tremendous value for those individuals. Um, with, with so you're you're looking for EIRs now currently, or you have all these individuals, you have these leaders filled, or you know where 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 are things at with regards to you know the onboarding of those individuals? Because that seems like it's a, a pretty key part of uh, the process. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we've we've uh, had a had a call out for uh, a few weeks now. Um, and uh, I've had an opportunity to meet with a number of fantastic individuals, uh, both within the community and from outside of the community, who will be able to make up a pool of of entrepreneurs and residents. Um, and in the coming coming weeks into early July, um, those EIRs will be uh, announced on the uh, on the website. Cool. And, and so you mentioned that there's some from outside the area. So you're not looking just for individuals that may have built and, and grown companies in this region. You're just looking for um, solid, proven entrepreneurs then? That, that's, uh, that's correct. Obviously, there's a degree to which um, I'm keen to have uh, uh, people who can um, be local and be uh, a tighter part of that ecosystem. Yeah. And as this ecosystem develops, that will become more and more natural. Um, but, uh, we weren't going to um, reject candidates just because they, they didn't necessarily have an address here. Right. Yeah. We, we live in a very geo dispersed universe now, especially, uh, you know, given the time. So I, I think that makes, makes some great sense. And especially if you can take advantage of, you know, somebody who's doing, scalable social, you know, and sustainable companies out West, but they could provide a value because they've had a similar footprint to, you know, a similar city to this region or or similar footprint to this region. Then I think that's a lot of value because then you can bring those great insights into this region where you you wouldn't necessarily get them if, if you just stuck to, you know, local individuals necessarily. And, and similarly, I'm also very keen to have uh, a degree of exposure of this, this uh, area to individuals who are elsewhere uh, to help, to continue to have an understanding of how special this, this area is. Are you, are you uh, looking to develop like a, a partner program then? Is that like one of the other programs as well? Cause there's obviously there's, there's accelerators or, or similar organizations out West and in Toronto and, you know, all across the U S are, are you looking to develop partnership programs to, to help with um, scaling organizations or scaling your footprint and visibility to then or. Um, Right now, the core focus is on uh, growing what, what we're doing, delivering right. on this this first program, uh, and naturally, just like any business, uh, opportunities for collaboration um, and the synergies that can exist with that uh, start to start to present themselves. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Um, 
you mentioned earlier the the notion of capital. So obviously money is important to be able to, to scale and grow companies. Um, and there is, you know, uh, a notion of wealth in this area as well as, you know, those who come from Toronto up here. How are you finding, you know, the, the capital piece taking hold and, and getting put together? Um, so I, I tend to... Th- think of things in terms of, uh, good ideas will attract, will attract good, ta- uh, capital. Yeah. Uh, I think there's lots of capital that that's out there. And, um, the, the more that we will be able to, uh, have interaction between, uh, great ideas with great capital to support those ideas, uh, that's, that's going to be good for everybody. Um, and so some of the, some of the events, um, that we will start to run from in terms of other aspects of our programming. Um, those, those event, events will be targeted at making sure we have the right connections between people who have great ideas uh, and people who have um, great capital for, for that kind of investment. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I look forward to those events. It'll be, it'll be exciting to actually have events where people can intermix and <laughs> get yeah, out, get no, out and I, about and have a conversation, not, not over zoom like this. Right. It's been, it's been interesting to, to kind of figure out, uh, how we, how we want to be doing events and, and we've been uh, a little hesitant to do any, um, uh, networking events in particular. It's, it's, it's not the right, the, not the right format to start uh, a networking type, uh, event. No. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. It's hard to raise capital over a zoom call. (laughs) Um, the, uh, there's the question around sticky networks. And, and the reason I bring this up is that we've had other guests on from the center for, you know, with, with Jillian Fairley and, and, you know, her organization. And obviously there, there's a tight, tight, you know, coupling here with the accelerator. How do you envision, you know, using those sticky networks? They have, a, you know, a lot of great individuals that are part of it. They have a lot of great individuals that, that help out and, and really drive, you know, entrepreneurs and help support businesses in the region. How do you envision using those sticky networks um, to help benefit these, these companies coming in? So there's, there's uh, already been uh, a wide range of individuals who have reached out with a degree of interest in uh, providing um, advice and mentorship. Uh, uh, and so as, as the issues that are identified with either businesses that are within the intensive program or just through our networking with the ecosystem, um, the ability for us to we see ourselves as a, as a, a bit of a matchmaker. And so leveraging those networks to identify what resources there are to then support um, issues and opportunities that businesses are facing. Uh, that's, that's how we'll need to, to leverage those networks to really provide the support. Oh, that's smart. Okay. That's very cool. Um, and how do like, are you updating people regularly now? Like if people want to get more information about current status, you know, there's obviously the application process, which has been announced on the website. Um, what's the best way for people to, to stay informed about, you know, what's happening with the accelerator and where it's going and how they can get involved in whatever capacity that, that may be. 
Yeah, so we have our website, uh, southgeorgianbayaccelerator.com. Okay. Uh, and on that, uh, there's uh, an ability to sign up for our newsletter, uh, which we will be starting uh, likely in a month uh, time frame. Oh, nice. Um, that, nice. that will keep, uh, keep things up to date. Uh, and then, and then as a, as a community organization, we're, we're also seeing, um, a lot of interest from, uh, Collingwood today and, and some of the, uh, the local magazines. Uh, and so we will continue to have, have, uh, information through those, uh, those channels as well. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Collingwood today is really good. Uh, wh- when does it start? I forgot to ask that before. Like when you, you mentioned there's these programs, it's intensive, like you're taking applications now. Do you, do you have a, a timeline as to, you know, when, when these companies get to, to start this exciting new, new uh, adventure? Right. So our first intake closed on, uh, May 14th. Okay. Uh, so, uh, that, that's just closed. Uh, we're, uh, in the process now over the next couple of weeks of working with our selection committee to select uh, the, the businesses that will come into the first cohort. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it will be in, um, in June that the first set of deep dives, uh, starts to take place. Oh, okay. That's not, that's not too far away. So you guys are moving quite quickly. That's great. We, we like to, to see ourselves as a bit of a startup as well, right? And so just like any good startup, we're going to uh, move quickly, uh, test things, uh, and then learn from uh, whatever, whatever we do so that we can do things better next time. That's amazing. Uh, I love to hear that because sometimes things with, uh, with, with public sector, do, we'll, we'll say, do, do not move as quickly as, as they could. And so, uh, so actually that's a question. So how do, how do you find that you're going to overcome so, some of those challenges? Because it is a nonprofit, it is associated with, um, you know, a number of entities within the, the region. And do you, do you see that there's going to be levers that you can utilize to help ensure that you keep that, you know, entrepreneurial, you know, speed and, and innovation moving within the, within this particular organization? Right. So the, the organization itself is, uh, as you mentioned, an, an independent nonprofit organization uh, with an, an independent board uh, that is able to to execute uh, on things at at um, uh, a pace that is that is uh, independent of of sort of uh, a, a typical government. Um, right. process. Okay. Uh, that being said, I, I, I want to uh, say we, we have great, uh, great partners uh, within the community. Uh, certainly the, the town of Collingwood has uh, with the uh, financial contribution uh, that was committed by council uh, is, uh, is well appreciated and, and a key part of getting this, uh, this initiative off the ground. Uh, and then you mentioned Jillian Fairley with the, the center for business mm-hmm. uh, and the, the funding that they were able to bring to get this off the ground. Um, this wouldn't be happening without those, uh, those organizations. Uh, and then similarly, the, all of the municipalities within the, the community um, have expressed a real interest in what, uh, what's taking place with this, uh, this organization. Um, and, and I expect in future budget cycles, we'll, uh, we'll also start to contribute. Nice. I, I like that there is that regional approach, right? Because there, I think that the region itself can do big things, um, it, it needs to get out of its uh, siloed operations, if you will. Each community has operated quite independently for the last, you know, X number of decades. And so I like to hear when there's new initiatives such as this coming about that are working towards more of that, you know, collaboration piece and the working together and the commitment to do it, not just saying they're going to do it and showing up at an event or two. There's an actual real push to do it. So I, li- I like to hear that. And it's, it's exciting to see what's going to unfold in the program. 
Yeah. And we see ourselves as having pretty fuzzy boundaries, right? It's, it's, uh, people kind of ask where, what that area is that you're serving and, and it, we're, uh, we're intentionally, um, fuzzy about where those, where those lines are because people, it depends on, on people's movements and people's movements don't always, uh, specifically follow, uh, lines that are, um, are, are drawn to, to, to find jurisdiction from a governmental standpoint. I mean, we, we saw that very clearly with some of the, the lockdowns mm-hmm. where, uh, where, uh, Great County and and Town of the Blue Mountains and the ski hills became became something that was open where where Town of Collingwood was was very locked down. Yes, that, that was very painful and continues to be. But anyways, we won't we won't dwell on that. Um, one of the questions I like to ask every guest um, because I, I'm a big you know curious lifelong learner and, and I try to read, but I'm a very slow reader. Um, but is like books and you know we'll start with one. If you have multiple, that's great too. Um, but what's one book you would recommend to to the audience for for them to read? Like what's a favorite of yours? It can be business, fiction, nonfiction. It doesn't matter. It's just like what comes to mind when you would recommend a book to somebody. So yeah, big, big fan. I'm not a, a particularly fast reader, but audiobooks I can listen to uh, pretty, pretty well. So, um, there are, there are lots, uh, <laughs> so it depends where, depends where you want to go. Um, so, uh, a lot of, uh, on, on leadership and some of the leadership side of things, there's uh, books by Patrick Lancioni, um, advantage and five dysfunctions of a team. Uh, I find a lot of the work that he's done to be, to be really, really fantastic. Um, on the sort of business and scaling side of things, yeah. um, some of the, the Jeffrey Moore stuff, uh, crossing the chasm inside the tornado. Uh, those are, uh, are some of my favorites. Um, and then, uh, interestingly on sort of business operations side of things, um, I find, um, sort of the, the, not that it's a series, but in my mind, I think of them as a, as a series, um, because they all sort of talk about business operations, uh, E-Myth, uh, revisited, uh, traction and scaling up all yep. have kind of, uh, a lot of, a lot of good, um, elements of how to, how to structure your operating systems of your businesses. Very nice. Thank you. Um, and, and do you find, so you, you said you listen to audiobooks more, more than reading and, and I, I definitely have a lot of friends that do that as well. Um, they're, they're definitely more auditory. Do you, do you find you take notes and stuff as well? Or do you have any, you know, tactical ways that you, um, because you can't highlight or obviously, you know, earmark things in, in an audio book, you can tag stuff, you know, but it's not necessarily quite the same. Um, do you find yourself doing any of those sort of, you know, tactics to retain the, the, the more important nuggets out of those, those books? No, I, but I think that, I think that the, like anything, when you're learning something, you learn it a lot better by practicing it at the same time. So, so I tend not to worry about, where I got the knowledge from. Yep. So like which page on which book I, that, that I will, I, I tend not to retain actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I try to make sure that I do is, is in any readings that I'm doing, I'm, I take that and try to apply it relatively quickly after the learning. And then it, it becomes, um, knowledge that I have rather than knowledge that I can reference. Right. That's smart. 
That's smart. Okay. Very good. Jason, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate your time coming to the Ways of Working podcast. We very much look forward to seeing the accelerator get kicked off later, you know, in, in just, a, you know, a short period of time, a month actually, and 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 seeing how it progresses and seeing the, the region, you know, grow with entrepreneurs. So, so thank you again for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Adam. All right, that's a wrap, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you tuning in and listening to the Ways of Working podcast. If you'd like more on Ways of Working or have any questions, you can go to www.thack.ca forward slash links. So that's thack.ca forward slash links, where you can access all episodes, uh, previous episodes of the podcast. You can access interesting articles and insights around ways of working. And if you want to get in touch with myself, you can also, uh, you know, for discovery sessions or, or more information around ways of working, you know, I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to reach out to me there as well. All right. So thank you very much and hope you enjoy the rest of your day.